All right, guys. I think we're live finally after absolutely zero technical issues. Zero. Streaming is never hard. No, no. technical issues. Uh, <laughs> welcome to the Level With Me podcast. I'm Level Cap. Next to me in this direction is Matimio. We're super famous content creators. <laughs> I'm sure you've heard of us. On the off chance you haven't, I make YouTube content. Matimio makes Twitch content. And now we're making a podcast together. And above us, waiting patiently and awkwardly, is Operator Drewski, probably the most famous Milsim content creator out there. One Mil of. I'm fa I feel so cool being called Milsim content creator. Oh, what? I, what's the other Put word, man? Put that on man? my taxes job title. You know. What's the other oh, word? I, I, mean, I don't know. I don't know yeah. what I'd call myself. <laughs> Do you guys call it yourselves influencers when people uh, ask? You know, LARPerators or something like that. You know, LARPerators is good. Yeah, LARPer yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but more importantly, the first guest of our podcast ever. So, oh, really? You could put that on the resume. Yes. There you first go. guest of the Level Up, yes. Level Up podcast. Uh, you're go. the first one to say me. yes, Drew. So, mm. I mean, it's been you, you got down. a list of who said no, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. That's who like... we're going to talk about during this hour long episode here. Yeah. Yeah. We're just throwing shade. That's all we do here. <laughs> By the way, just real quick, do you does anyone hate influence the word influencer as much as I do? Yeah. I hate yeah. that word. Yeah, it sounds like we're manipulative. Yeah. Like I get like, it at a like a at a like a level. There is like, like an know. advertisement level. Yeah. yeah. But at the same time, like, that's I just feel gross. We're not here to influence people. We're here to make videos and make exactly. I like content creator way more. Yeah, content I creator makes, prefer that. makes sense. I okay. remember the day when I when it, there was like a community manager at EA who came out and started calling us influencers. And I was like, ooh. Like, that was ooh. the first time I heard the term. And yeah. I was like, this is definitely a marketing term. Yeah, They're like, definitely. these people make us money by influencing those people. So we'll call them influencers. Yeah, and it's I was very like, objectifying mm -hmm. in a way. It, like, I don't really care, but it's, uh, yeah, it's definitely a Just, weird thing to be it called. It feels gross. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was, um, so Drew, I was thinking, I... I know you want to blab about Starfield and all that fun stuff, but <laughs> I was thinking about how we met and I wasn't sure mm -hmm. if you remember how we met because my, my memory is a little fuzzy on this, but I mm -hmm. do know some details and I wasn't sure if you remember all of how that went down. Digitally or physically? Digitally. Okay. I, I think I remember how we met physically. Intimately. Uh... Did I, did, did my brother or me send you an email and be like, how do we become YouTube? I feel like we did that at one point. How I do was, I become YouTube? How do we become YouTube mans? Yeah. Oh, for anyone who's unfamiliar, your brother is, uh, well, I know his channel is Demolition Ranch. Do you mm -hmm. refer Wait, to him as something else? Wait, that's your brother? <laughs> yeah, I'm. Are you just so finding I'm this Andrew. out, Matt? What? I'm, dude, that's 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 the plan so that nobody like it's public, but nobody really knows because I don't advertise it very much. I had but, no idea. Yeah. So I'm Andrew Character, he's Matt Character. Uh, he's, he's 12 years older than I am. How is everything so connected? I had no <laughs> idea. That's they're awesome. the, okay, they're keep, the keep YouTubing clan now. Yeah. You know, they control but, but that's a certain I, part of Texas and YouTube. That's how I think I first like ever contacted you directly is that we we emailed you and I was like, I think it was Matt or me. I don't know. It was this was almost eight years ago, 10 years ago or something. And we were like, hey, we want to make a gaming channel. How do we do this? 
And I actually remember your email back, I think. Oh, yeah. You, you told us that you told us to like, hey, you should, you know, try to focus on a certain niche of content. And you, you use Datto as an example of like how Datto built his entire channel on Destiny and stuff. I th- that's all I remember from that email. That sounds like advice I would give. Yeah. I was like using because he he positioned himself amazingly around Destiny. Mm-hmm. I was like, this dude's going to explode as soon as the game launches and sure enough he did you know and now he's like the godfather of destiny yeah yeah i remember so i remember the emails happening similarly but i don't remember you on the email i remember matt emailing me matt it was matt and me at the computer writing the email okay gotcha (laughs) did you guys have a channel at all or we had so we had demolition ranch and i was just graduating high school in like 2016 and so i uh I was like sometimes the cameraman for some videos on Demolition Ranch, but then I wanted to make a gaming channel and he was going to make his plan was like, I'm going to have Demolition Ranch gaming or something like that. We didn't know what our plan was, but then it turned into just like, "Uh, I'm just going to make my own videos and see if Matt wants to eventually play. And then Matt kind of just didn't ever go into gaming. Yeah, he gotcha. just settled for being a super yeah, successful a <laughs> demo ranch channel and veterinarian. Does he yeah, still exactly. do a vet channel? Is there a channel uh, for that? He, I, I don't think he does it directly anymore. It was a lot of work for him, like balancing three different channels or something. Yeah, I can only but, imagine. Because then yeah. he also do, started doing like a house renovation mm-hmm. thing too. Yeah, I did a house renovation. Yeah, that was cool. And, yeah, he, he started doing a lot of different stuff and managing a lot more on the demolition ranch side. So. I think he I think most of the the vet channel is like another clinic that was a partner clinic in Dallas or something. And they they still rescue animals and stuff, I think. But I haven't I haven't really like I don't know anything about that anymore. It might be a whole different clinic now. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, the first I think the first email that I got from Matt was asking if he could copy the green text that i used on my youtube (laughs) thumbnails that's so good dude (laughs) and i was like sure but i like obviously like i took no offense but i was like i didn't know i owned it so like that's funny it's like yes actually now that i own it it. yeah 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 nowadays you just see your exact font on someone else's thumbnail with the same exact format and you're just like all right, that's fine. Like, can't do anything about it, yeah. and it doesn't matter. It's uh, everybody yeah. shares, shares and takes and gives, and yeah, it's funny. Yeah, it, we're kind of into like everything. Just starts to look like everybody else's mm-hmm. content, like thumbnails yep. era now, which is fun. Reloading There's only gun. so many ways of making a thumbnail too. So yeah, there is that as well. And making a thumbnail that people will click on. It's not like yeah. you can. Very artistic thumbnails only work for very certain creators. Yeah. Yep. I just have lots of things that look like they could be breasts in my thumbnails, you know, but aren't quite, you know, like when you, yeah, like those weird, like knee folded photos and you're like, what is that? Is that somebody's butt crack or is that cleavage for gun guide? And it would just have boobs in the background. Yeah. I remember that. Oh my God. That I forgot about that. (laughs) You're right. Oh, when you could just. Yeah, it was all clickbait. I mean, it's still clickbait, but it was like extreme. Oh, I thought you were clickbait. joking. <laughs> I thought you were joking too. That level. <laughs> no, but yeah, not it, it used cap. to be I'm that. talking like on YouTube, just in general. Oh, when yeah. there's just like yeah, yeah, the like crazy. You started Battlefield and, and yeah, Call of Duty uh, mm-hmm. streamers would, or YouTubers would do it. They would have like a girl in the background, just mm-hmm. for no reason. It was mm-hmm. it, that yeah yeah. I remember that. Not you, of course. You're classy. And then there's that Super weird classy. era of the like. Uh, 
they would do like the the Disney characters and then they'd be like doing weird plays. It was like the content was designed around the most trending search engine optimization stuff. Oh, I forgot about the Disney stuff. Do you remember it was really that? Weird. Oh, that's so when the Kappa Act stuff came in and then they, they did YouTube Kids and they yeah. split. Yeah. Yeah. It was there getting was, way too aggressive, man. <laughs> there was a lot of stuff like, like, uh, oh man, like, it was before Fortnite. I think it was like weird Roblox, like Nerf Wars, but then it would, it would be creepy, creepy videos. Really and creepy. they would be algorithmically made for kids. But like, not for kids. But not for kids. They'd yeah. be made to they'd be made to um, shock kids. And mm-hmm. YouTube realized that and, and then marketing agencies got mad and YouTube's like, hey, we have to shut this down. So there were there were big channels. I mean, like 10 million sub. There was yeah. that one channel of that one kid who would review stuff. And he has like, I don't know, 40 million subscribers or something. That was a weird era of YouTube. They, they like to be fair with all the problems YouTube has brought me and everybody else i feel like they've done a lot of good stuff too in the past few years yeah. like cleaning the place up a little bit i don't know well they opened pandora's box right they mm-hmm. created this platform they had no idea like anybody can upload a video to the platform okay now you have hundreds of millions of people op- uploading videos how do you monitor and regulate that like that's almost impossible i think they've done pretty good all things considered mm-hmm. Considering that, like, for you the have most part, there's half the, the world they, trying to exploit the platform, and then like yeah. a team of people trying to combat the exploits, you know, it's like it's an ongoing war, basically. Yeah, for the most part, I agree. Yeah. Uh, back to how we met, though, Drew. There was mm-hmm. I wasn't sure if you were part of this like email or whatnot, because if you weren't, I thought it was a fairly sweet gesture from your brother. Uh huh. I reached out to Matt after a while, maybe it'd been like a year or two after he initially contacted me and we were trying to launch brick vault, our Lego channel. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, we got to get some, like, we got to collab a bit, get some more names out there, but there weren't really a lot of big Lego channels and they weren't really doing collab stuff. So I was like, maybe we could do a collab with demo ranch. And so I <laughs> sent him an email. I know. Great combination, <laughs> like right? Shooting shoot Legos the, or something. Shoot the Legos. The marketing the genius in me. Yeah. yeah, the marketing Vinader genius in me takes was the like fifty cal round. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but pretty much, pretty much. It'd be a good video. Yeah, it would. Uh, watch it. Have you not seen the video that we made together? No, I did not. Oh, no. okay, okay. No, Drew, how have you not seen this? It's got like twenty million it. views, dude. It's like insane. It. I want royalties. Um, there's. Yeah, so I, I sent him a, a collab idea, and it was like the idea was to see how many uh, if Lego could like stop bullets. And so mm-hmm. we we sent him, we mailed him like just this massive stack of Lego plates that were just on top of each other, and it it, it was like fifty pounds of Legos just crammed together. We were like using a mallet to like whack them together, and then he <laughs> shot like every round through them to see oh, where the, cool. the different rounds would stop. And it's pretty entertaining to watch. Of course, he ends with like fifty cal or something at the end, you know, yeah. just like explodes. Yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, it it did a pretty good job. I mean, it was it was straight up stopping nine mils and forty five. It's hard plastic. Yeah, enough of that yeah. in the way. It's gonna yeah. stop it. But um, 
he agreed to do it in the email and he said under one condition. I was like, okay, what? He's like, you need to like reach out to Drewski and collaborate <laughs> with him. Oh no. <laughs> and I, we, I think oh, we had funny. already talked a little bit at that point. Like we, you might've DM'd me or, or something mm -hmm. because I remember thinking, I was like, oh yeah, like I was already going to like probably do something with him anyway. Yeah, we were already first chatting. Time we played was Tarkov, I think was the first game we played together. I don't know. Maybe that would have been a long time you ago. You played Tarkov when Shoreline released, and we it, the game was really buggy that day. Uh, yeah, um, I remember some of that stuff. Yeah, mm -hmm. so Tarkov. Yeah, yes. it was Tarkov that day. Yeah. It really yeah. hasn't changed much. Uh, pretty much the same game. But mm -hmm. yeah, I just thought that was. Uh, I was like, oh, that's a nice that gesture funny. of your brother, who's <laughs> just like, yeah, go collab with Drewski. And I was like, okay, sure. Like, collab. Yeah, I was like, why not? So yeah, we did that was some nice of him looking out for his little brother. Yeah, I was like, that's, thanks, Matt. What a nice guy. <laughs> what a nice guy. Some brotherly YouTuber love. Or brotherly love. I don't know, something. So, uh, Matt, what's what's new with you this week, man? Have you finally burned out on Starfield or? Uh, well, I beat it. So, yeah, I guess a little burnt out. I have a sad story to tell you. So I played SnowRunner. You know what SnowRunner is? Mm hmm. It's like a you haul giant. Um, basically, it's a, a trucking game, but you okay. go through mud and it's really it's like hard. Spin tires. If okay. you know yeah, spin yeah, yeah. I do know and spin tires. Yeah, we spin tires and it was great. I played it for about six hours and I, you know, was like, I want to play more of this. So I logged in off stream just to just to do like a mission. You know, mm -hmm. it didn't save. Ooh. Oh no! I lost five hours or four to five hours of, of progression, and I was like, How is this possible? What? completely took the like wind out of my didn't sails save for five hours straight so there's no it's supposed to auto save there's no way to like manually save that i could see like i checked mm -hmm. you know when you try to like leave the game so i was like well i guess i'll just leave the game because there's no save option and yeah apparently it's a known issue oh my god Yikes. yeah yeah well that's that that like will kill the game right there. It basically. does. I'm like, yeah, I don't want to do like another five hours, hours. To get right where yeah. I was. You know, that's like a priority one. Don't ship this game type bug. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah, like it's oh, an old the... game too. So it's, oh wow, who knows? Yeah, that's like that it's not thing new. where like one of the isn't it one of the like early Elden Ring or whatever those games are called the the pre Elden Ring games the Souls Dark Souls. Oh, what about them? Like huh? one of the first PC ports doesn't work without like a mod. Oh, oh it, yeah. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, yeah. those early ports And they just rough. like didn't fix it. And that's just the official way to get it working is like, <laughs> use this guy's mod. And you're like, really? Okay. I haven't, I haven't heard of that, but I wouldn't be surprised because those early ones were, were rough. Maybe they didn't fix it. And I'm talking at my ass here and people are going to I don't like, know if, I don't know if either of you are redneck um, to this extent. Uh, but have you ever gone mudding before in an actual, like, no, no, I have, no. I went mudding on St. Croix. We had a cool, we had the cool uncle in St. Croix uh -huh. and basically he just wanted to show off his new Jeep Wrangler <laughs> with all the like cool, like sound system and whatever that he just got installed. And yeah, we just went off into the jungle and drove through mud and up hills and stuff. It was cool. Yeah, those Mudrunner games are like the the they're like the uh, the dream game for any person who's like ever gone mudding before because it's like it's a game 
where it's just mudding. The entire game is mudding. And uh, yeah, it's, it's a good one. It's pretty fun. And there's a lot of different like locations you can go. And it's a it's a it's a good time. You know, I used to think myself too highbrow to like bother with those type of games. I was like, mm, no, I'll just sit my martini and put in my monocle over play here. Play Forza. Yeah, I'm going to play Forza. I only drive cars that are over half a million dollars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I, I found myself watching a lot of Euro Truck Simulator like a couple of years mm-hmm. ago. And I was like, man, I just want to be like a Euro Truck Simulator streamer. Like that's my new dream job now. I want to buy a wheel. I want the whole setup. I want like you could do it with VR too. Yeah, that looks amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my god, that looks great. The, so yeah, I just had this dream for a while. It's like I can I can appreciate it. Also, like I don't understand the world of gaming apparently because games like uh, Farm Simulator or whatever they're called mm-hmm. are like some they of the have biggest e-sports tournaments. They're like some of the biggest games in the world. And you're yeah. just like, who, where, who's playing this? Like, they I don't understand. E-sports. They, have they have esports. E-sports. Yeah, there's esports they tournaments do? around it. I, they farm, man. Get, get as much <laughs> corn as you can. Three months I, straight. I, I, think it's, I think it's like optimizing. Don't sleep. <laughs> I think it's optimizing uh, prog- uh, money. Yeah, it's literally like try to make as much money Weird. as you can. I haven't seen any of them, but apparently it is a thing. Crazy. Yeah, those same games attract a lot of a a pretty big audience. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of farmers in the world, so I bet their kids are like, "Oh, what game should I get? Oh, there's one called Farming Simulator. I want to try this out. See if my real life skills go over to digital farming." But if if you're a farmer, do you want to play a farm simulator after you get done farming? Like, I feel like people are playing like shooter Mm. games because they're not shooting people in real life all the time. They're like, you know, it'd be a fun like fantasy oh, no. to do a good point yeah. yeah i like do truck drivers they're come ma- home and play euro truck too. simulator yeah, yeah. they're kind of like rim world some- or something and mm. yeah management games yeah i played farm simulator it's fun it's relaxing it's very chill you're hmm. not it's not fast paced but yeah there's just a ton <laughs> you have to manage and think about and you have to buy like different tractors and you upgrade your tractors and then it gets more then there's the optimization of it so there's hmm. there's a lot of game there i see drew's gears turning right now he's like thinking about a deep dive he's like hmm, how could uh, i know i thought i could i thought, uh, i was thinking this i was thinking and then the blood moon comes and the zombies raid your farm right <laughs> yes <laughs> yes exactly uh, they yeah. need they do they have any modern zombie games where it's like co-op and you're like just boarding up windows the whole time like trying seven to keep days seven to days would that's, be the, that's okay. the closest yeah yeah mm-hmm. that one's co-op yeah oh okay okay cool mm-hmm. it's a pretty Lags good one like nobody's business but it's co-op mm-hmm. yeah it's, it's good game it is it's a lot of fun it's like seven years old at this point huh? it's very, it's very ugly old. and very old but it's very good <laughs> yeah 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 Drew, I see you've been playing a bunch of kind of like indie milsim stuff. The zombie thing, mm-hmm. thinking of zombies, there's like, is it called Last Light or Dying Light? Uh, or Beautiful Light. Beautiful was, Light. Was yes. Yeah. How was that? It was, um, it was interesting. You know, I, I, I totally got into it by chance because um, a streamer, a Tarkov streamer named Clean uh, was the one who just like invited me that morning. He was like, hey, by the way, super quick i know one hour there's a test for this game you want to play and i was like sure i'll play and then i was like there's no way that anybody's going to be interested in like my just quick gameplay and i put it on youtube and then it blew up on youtube and i was like oh okay cool people like this idea 
And uh, it was a really interesting game, though. It's like an extraction BR indie title where you're running around with like Mark 18 short barreled M4s all spec ops out. And you're kind of dressed up like like SCP operators or something uh, raiding a raiding a secret place that has monsters and you have to grab the the bounty in this game like hunt showdown has a bounty that you grab when you kill the monster the bounty in this game is a ue5 um what's it called the super polygon technology what's that called uh nanite it's a it's a oh it's an unreal engine 5 nanite what are you talking about (laughs) so so it's it uses the nanite technology, which okay. is like the hyper polygon count objects. Right. And it's okay. a it's a 3D scanned cookie that that is the that is the bounty, the placeholder like bounty. But it's like photogrammetry real. But it is cookie? like if you get close to it, it is like a 12K resolution cookie <laughs> with the most insane bump mapping ever. And you can put your camera right up to it and you can get into the pores of the cookie. It is hilarious. It would be That's so incredible. funny if like yeah. it like lowered your FPS by like 10 or something. <laughs> like but, we have to have this yeah. high res cookie. It's it's cool to be in like because when you're playing Tarkov, you're in Unity, and so the hill in the distance will just be like all black with weird lighting, and you can't see anything sometimes because of just like the bad lighting system. But then you get in UE5, and they can change lighting immediately. They can do a lot of things to customize the experience immediately. Like boom, there's foggy weather. Boom, there's bright weather, and they can change it around. You can see the sun flying as they're adjusting it, and the also the undergrowth is very thick. It makes for good tactical gameplay when it's like, oh, I can actually hide pretty well in in the environment. It kind of feels like Hunt Showdown's environment almost, but mm-hmm. it was cool. It was uh, and I think they're they're working pretty hard on it. They released a cool CGI trailer like half a week ago. Yeah, yeah I, I saw that trailer that. and I was like, mm-hmm. what game is this? Wait, is this yeah. that <laughs> little India game thing that like Drew played a while? It's like, where did they get the yeah. money for that? I thought it was like smaller in yeah. skill scaled that. Uh, yeah i don't they, know they, they had they, a round uh, of funding i'm sure yeah maybe like, they're i i played with their map designer who designed like this huge underground laboratory and the laboratory was the same i would say the same detail like definition as like tarkov's labs it, it was very very cool and wow. detailed and and they did a really good job on it so i, I was i was really impressed by the game i, I thought it was just going to be a little indie like asset flippy sort of thing because i had never heard about it before and then i played it and there was actually a lot special to it that was going on so yeah it was pretty cool extractor shooters seem to be on the rise that seems to be the i don't know Mm -hmm. if it's gonna be the next big thing but with like marathon and the ones that are out right now seems like everyone is and i get it it's really Mm -hmm. exciting especially for a content created content creation being able yeah. to have a match, you go in, you either win or you lose, or you you have your own win condition, and then you get out. Mm-hmm. I was talking to Jack about that, um, uh, Jack Frags about that in particular, and he said it in a really eloquent way where he was like, every round in an extraction BR has a, um, oh shoot, I just forgot the word. It's a, um, it's in a song, a crescendo in a song. Uh, where at the very end it gets extremely tense because you're getting closer and closer to the extract and players are hunting you down like in Hunt Showdown. They're hunting you down. You hear the gunshots. You hear them getting closer and then boom, you're out. And it's it's even more powerful than like winning a match in PUBG. It, it just feels a lot more tense because you have to extract on a timer or things like that. There's and, also more on this on like at stake too, mm-hmm. for some of them at least. For yeah, because yeah, you have that persistence. 
element, yeah. right? Yeah, you're yeah. risking your gear. You might have found crazy rare gear. Now all yep. of a sudden you have stakes in the game. You're like, oh, we yeah. can't we can't mess around now, guys. I found the super high level gun or armor right. or whatever. It's cool. It also just feels less binary too, because there are different win conditions and you kind of set your own win condition, which I like. Mm-hmm. So it's not as hardcore because like in uh, Hunt Showdown, you can kill a couple of people and then you're like, oh, OK, we have like no health. Let's just leave. And that's, you know, you can that can be a win for you. Mm-hmm. Hunt, is such, be... Hunt is such an interesting game. I feel like artistically and atmospherically, it's like 10 out of 10 where you're just like, I love this world. It's such a cool idea. Oh, who's the cat? That's cheating. Chief. <laughs> He's just bugging me right now. I'm trying to mess with him so he goes away. Yeah. Sorry, you were saying. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, no worries. Uh, and then Hunt has got like the thing where progression in Hunt feels kind of weird compared to other games. And I can't quite place mm. it because you have the different characters, you know, and mm-hmm. then you're like ranking them up and then they die and then you have guns and gear, but then you also lose that and then you can't quite take as much of people's stuff when you kill them in game. Mm-hmm. It's, so it's sort of like a proto because it came out right when extraction shooters were like becoming a thing. So it's one of the first ones and they sort of haven't updated some of those mechanics that I feel like could be more fun or something, but it is y- doing yeah. a lot better than it used to be. It so. is. It's actually surprising to me how Hunt Showdown has kind of evolved with the extraction brs because like you said it was one of the first and i think it was probably even a larger budget than maybe even tarkov was when it first came out because it was crytek's whole new baby to show off their engine yeah um so it's kind of interesting how far it's coming and i'm i'm pretty happy with like where it is right now too it kind of has that sort of lightweight weird proto progression sort of feel but i also was just playing with um another youtuber windagoon last night I was playing Hunt Showdown with him and it was nice because I, I said to him, I, I was like, yeah, there's no like moment in this game where you pick up something. You're like, how much is this worth? Should I pick up this or this? Because I don't know if this object is worth more than this one. And that's like all of Tarkov. That's like the yeah. the biggest learning curve in Tarkov is are screws good. Should I pick <laughs> this up? <laughs> and that's like the entire game. That's the meta of the game. Are screws good or bad? Uh, oh, it's a current market price right now. Uh, the hideout is going big. So yeah, screws are pretty good right now. But in two weeks, they aren't. Yep. They're not going to be anymore. It's very light on the extractor. Like you're not going in for loot. You're going in yeah. to win. But mm-hmm. there is there is some loot involved. But it's it's mm-hmm. very mild in that. Yeah. It's hard to know where to strike the balance, right? Because you're like, do mm-hmm. we want to go hardcore and then turn off the the casual audience? Or do we want to go casual and turn off the hardcore audience? Can we strike a balance? I think Hunt is kind of striking a balance because it's it's definitely not like a an easy game. Like, I mean, you get owned no. in Hunt so one bad. One shot kill headshot with most guns. Yeah, I think maybe all they have guns. they have done a lot to try to ease that though. There's now a, a perk where you can revive yourself if you're solo. Saw yeah, that, which we is got wild. killed really by that. crazy. Yeah, <laughs> we it's got wild. killed by that a couple of weeks back when we were playing. I think we like killed the guy and we're like, all right, like wiping our hands and walking away. Yeah. And we got and shot in the back. back. Up, we just shoot you in the yeah. Yeah, I was like, I swear that was the guy we killed. What just happened? Oh, yeah. yeah. Brutal, Which is, makes me curious to see what they're going to do with Marathon, because I don't yeah, think it's going to yeah, be... Yeah, Drew, it's what be, do you think they're going to do with Marathon? 
I, I have no clue. I cannot confirm nor deny what they're going to do. <laughs> really? Really? Well, uh, I'm going to ignore the subtlety there and say, because uh, I don't think they're, they're obviously not going to go as hardcore as Tarkov. There's mm-hmm. no way, because they, they, they need yeah, to have a, be, a casual audience. Yeah. And Th- that's, you just, it, it is the biggest AAA game company to ever take on the, the genre. So it's yeah. going to be interesting to see. Are they willing to go? Because what's attractive, I think, for these BRs is like is is the depth, the 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 risk. If you can get that risk feeling higher in the match, then the person, the player, is going to experience more um, intensity when they're fighting that that final yeah. fight before they extract. You play a round of Hazard Zone right now, and you get two rounds, you win, and you're at the max level loot, and you're like, what's oh, Hazard this is- Zone? Yeah, what is this? It used to be a third of the main screen of 2042. It's one of the Uh, three pillars, Drew. Yep. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. um, I even did a sponsored video for 2042. And in the sponsored video, I was like, yeah, this mode is a good five out of (laughs) ten. It is is very and they they were okay with it, which I'm I'm happy that they, you know, sell out, dude. It's clearly a two out of ten, man. Yeah, it was was very dry. I was like, maybe they'll expand this in the future. Like friends. Yeah, and the maps weren't designed around the mode, and they're very open. Like you had the desert map, which, dude, that map, and they picked like the the area where Hazard Zone exists in that map is the open desert. It's probably (laughs) one of the worst maps ever made for a multiplayer game. Yeah. Yeah. Also, what's hilarious about it is it still exists, and every now and then somebody will post a clip on Reddit. It's like showing how broken the mode is and someone had the, uh, uh, I can't think of his name, but the, uh, the riot shield guy in the back of the extraction thing. Dozer. Dozer. And he just killed every single person that tried to get in because you can't mm. kill Dozer from a like head on angle. Like it's so almost, just him. yeah, he killed everybody. And I was like, oh yeah, that's completely <laughs> game breaking. <laughs> You're just like, if a dozer's in the extraction vehicle, good luck getting in ever. And he also takes yeah. less explosive damage, too. So yeah. even if you throw some nades in there, he probably will still survive. Yeah. Not that anybody cares about the balance of hazard zone, but it is yeah. funny. Yeah. Is you funny. can't you can't put an extraction BR with the same weapons, the same perks and specialists as a battle battle, like not Royale, but battlefield mode. You yeah. just can't. That's impossible. You can't balance it. Do you guys think that they're going to break it? Like they keep alluding to this next era of Battlefield, reinventing mm. the franchise, all this fluffy marketing talk. What does that mean? Well, I I think it means that they're actually going to deliver different Battlefield games under different... uh, Oh, sub-franchises? Well, either sub-franchises or like, here's Battlefield, the core game. Here's Battlefield, the extraction game. Here's mm. Battlefield, the single player game. And mm. maybe they'll overlap. Maybe they won't overlap. Maybe like, that's what I think they're going to do. Cause I think they're starting to realize that like a large portion of the Battlefield audience doesn't care about the single player. And yeah, some but do of you them think do. They would sell, do you think they would sell a full triple a priced single player well maybe not maybe not maybe it would be it would cost less money or maybe it would be released as episodes and if you completed the episode you'd get a cool something in the multiplayer game you know like that's i think they're going to cross over a lot of stuff with like in-game items and you know do what call of duty is doing which is like just tons of gear and and stuff you can win from playing whichever mode right yeah 
I, I have, have no feeling. idea what they're going to doing. Yeah. I really have, I have no clue. That's my I'm, guess, but I, I have guess. no official information on it. You know, like they're, they're airtight over there. Not for my lack of trying, you know? I, yeah. After 2042, I just, I can't, I can't like listen to anything that they say and take it as like, oh yeah, I should probably think about the game differently now because of what they just said. Cause they, yeah, they kind of said that, I feel like 2042 was also kind of marketed as a reboot uh, sort of for the franchise and and that they were going to have portal mode and the portal mode was going to bring back Battlefield 3 experience and it kind of like face value it did but it's like okay yeah. Caspian border but not Caspian border uh, yeah it was it was just kind of odd obviously on, on paper 2042 is an amazing game if you think about mm-hmm. it you're like oh yeah. portal a dedicated extraction mode and multiplayer with 128 players and like cool future tech sounds great to me like on paper it's yeah, it is point. the best battlefield game which is like why i think a lot of the marketing people and the execs were like hold on to your boots you know like this mm. game's gonna rock your world and people working on it were like uh i don't know about that like <laughs> like imagine if each season was one new map or even two because i heard that there was rumors there's gonna be like two new maps but they had to change because they had to rework old the old ones so imagine like one or yeah. two new maps and then a portal map because then they just have to i would imagine it wouldn't be as difficult to bring in old maps so like metro comes no. back yeah. each season mm-hmm. if we had one old map reintroduced in portal each season portal i don't understand i don't understand why they don't do it i think dice is kind of like snooty about taking the easy route with stuff where like call of duty's like here we're remastering this entire game's <laughs> entire, worth of yeah. maps <laughs> the entire thing and like no i think that will bite them in the ass a bit uh, maybe a little but i think it'll help more than it hurts because you're just gonna have a lot of nostalgia mm. fans that are like yeah i want to play the old maps again and i would be that fan for battlefield if they said we're remastering all the best maps from bf3 and bf whatever and putting them into the new game i'd be like yeah I'm, i want mm-hmm. to i want to play that like i want new content but i don't want only new content and 2042 is like almost exclusively new crappy content yeah the yeah, maps, man. Even, even like just playing, uh, uh, like this might come to a surprise because I'm a Milsom gamer, but I've spent like 16 or something Pokemon. hours in Halo Infinite in the last two weeks. What? Um, it's in a really good spot right now, like suspiciously. You want you? You're, right, you're gonna have to explain. Me. You're gonna have to explain. New seasons have come out. Uh, the newest season added uh, Squad Battle, which is a playlist that has Halo 2 and Halo 3 Forge community-based maps that they've added now to the public playlist, which is oh, really... Oh, so you just literally just hit play and it just gives it to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a whole... It's like a whole subgenre of, okay, like, okay, the different okay. modes. Nice. So, like, when Halo Infinite launched, there was Quick Play, Big Team Battle, and custom matches i think sounds right yeah and that was three options on multiplayer you literally got to the menu three things you could play and half the time it would even queue now you hit multiplayer it's like squad battle team slayer infection it's got all it's the it's a list that you can scroll through now and it's um i don't know the the playlists are very dynamic the maps are plentiful now and you can play on old Halo 2 maps. And it's even bringing back people that I know are like arch nemesis of 343. They, they absolutely hate everything 343 has done to Halo. 
and they're coming back and they're trying it out because they're like oh wait rat's nest from halo 3 is in halo infinite now i'm kind of curious of trying that out or like valhalla you know all these old maps Nice. And I don't know, I feel like Battlefield could easily do that. Like, yeah, it, it definitely does not take as much balancing balancing an R&D to uh, repaint Metro and put it yeah. back in Battlefield. Like it's it's Metro. You you did it pretty well in Battlefield three to four where you just remade it. But then you added a few different hallways to like increase lanes and stuff like that. Like maybe you could do some experimental little things like that. And they do that in Halo, too. They add a few like power ups in different locations now, so it plays slightly differently, but it's also still going to attract the old audience back into the game. So I don't know. They they could easily do it. I have I have to wonder how insanely hard the Frostbite engine is to work with or what's going on over there, because the Battlefield maps look really good for the most part. Like they do put a lot of time into making them look great, especially if you go back to like BF5 maps or something. They're like amazingly detailed. But if you've ever watched somebody like build an environment in Unreal Engine 5 or something, it's quick, man. They like get it mm-hmm. down and like you could probably build out most of the map in a couple of days and then the rest is really just tweaking and testing. And for whatever reason with dice they're like here's one map you know it took us everything we had you know and, and it's like every three months you're like really like what yeah. is happening the big, with the engine i thought the big selling point was the destruction too and they're not even using destruction for frostbite right. anymore yeah mm-hmm. like what is what is this engine doing now better than the others yeah and it would be more understandable if they had to create a whole bunch of custom destruction assets for each map but even in the past games when they did destruction it's like well here's this building type and we can replicate it 50 times throughout the map. And that's the destruction. Mm-hmm. We're going to reuse all the destructible assets multiple times throughout the maps. And they're not really inventing a lot of new stuff unless it's like a unique asset, like a big building or a bridge coming down or something. So it's hard for me to like, cause I'm, I'm looking through everything with game dev sort of goggles now. Cause I'm just obsessed with unreal engine five and like watching people make stuff in it. Like, how does this take so long? How, like, you have this big team and, like, uh, you're working on stuff and it's like, here's a map. We've here's... always heard horror stories from Frostbite. Yeah, from yeah. people that worked at DICE. Also, like, other companies, I think, uh, they make uh, Bioware. They, mm-hmm. they were forced to use Frostbite for Mass Effect. For Ma- uh, Mass Effect yeah. I think it was um, Dragon Age. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and yeah. they hated it. Like, it, yeah. was, it was apparently a mess. And that was, like, 10 years ago. So Yeah, that was like, a huge problem for them. Yeah. And then there's this company, uh, Bethesda. They've been using this terrible engine called the Creation 2 engine to make... Have you heard about this? <laughs> <laughs> no. Especially have you guys played... Have you heard of this game called Wait, Starfield? Bethesda is this new company? Yeah, yeah. New they company? came out with this game. I don't know if you guys heard about it. Kind of indie might have flown under the radar, but it's called Starfield. And so that's a like, sequel to Skyrim? I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Thousands of years in the future, though. Did you hear, though, that uh, if you're not able to run the game well, uh, you just need to upgrade your PC? Mm, yeah. Yeah, it's never... Uh, the CEOs don't understand the internet culture, man. You're just like, well, that's going to be a thing now. Yeah, it's like, a meme now, yeah. Just you upgrade it's, like, it's like, come on, man. I got a 3080 Ti. How much, how much more, Todd? How much more money do you need? <laughs> yeah, no, I got a 4090 and, like... Getting over 60 is trying for it, for it. you know? It's mm-hmm. like, I'm really struggling here. You're like, okay, this is God-tier PC. I can run this game that looks way better over here and get yeah. way more FPS. So, like, what is Starfield doing under the hood? I'm not simulating a room full of potatoes, man. Like, 
Battlefront I, yeah. 1 still looks better than 90% of games coming out right now, and yeah. it runs insanely well. <laughs> it's yeah. just funny. People, I think it's... So, have you been following what's happening with CD Projekt Red? Is there mm-hmm. switching over to the Unreal <laughs> 5 engine? Oh, okay. From the... I think it's the Red engine or something, mm-hmm. whatever they're using, their proprietary engine. And, I mean, Cyberpunk 2040, 2077, 2042, whatever that game is. 2042, yeah. Yeah, yeah Cyber- all the same. All the same. Yeah, it's the prequel to 2077. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it looks amazing, right? It's one of the best-looking games out there. Like, you, you could make an argument that it is the best-looking game. And they're like, yeah, we're done with the Red engine. We're switching to Unreal Engine 5. You're like, okay... If that's not a sign that like some yep. other devs need to give up on their crappy proprietary tech, like I don't know what is. At the same time, I don't want everybody using Unreal at the end of the day because then Epic owns everybody, and they're like, "By the way, that five percent we are taking, it's now fifteen percent. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, it's, it o- it's only five percent. I think that's what Unity charges wow. too. So yeah, I think they're. That's actually, right? I don't know. I, it's I'm really surprised. Not bad. And you That's don't pay anything. You don't pay a dime until you make over a million dollars in sales. Which is wow. pretty sweet. Yeah. So That's, super I'm good for indie devs shocked. who like yeah. might not make a million bucks, then they don't pay anything mm. for it. But 99% won't. So. Yeah, exactly. Right? Like you make your little Candy Crush clone or something on Unreal Engine 5, it bombs. Like at least you didn't pay for the engine. Right, mm-hmm. but you gain skills that you could then maybe use for another yes. company. They I, want they want yeah. you in their e- their ecosystem. So, yeah, that's the other problem with because like so for if Bethesda was to retrain an Unreal Engine five and they've already said that they're making Elder Scrolls six on Creation two engine, which is just like either re rebuild that engine from the ground up or just like let it die, you know. But they'd have to retrain their whole team, which would be very expensive and it would slow down production. But CD Projekt Red is doing that, and I think there's probably pressure from some of the devs to do so too, because who wants to spend 10 years at a company learning a skill set that is very hard to translate over? You're like, I'm really good on the Creation 2 engine. Yeah. Well, who's that valuable to? No one else uses it. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's like, yeah, you, you can modeling skills translate over, but so much stuff has to be done in engine and... Just yeah. Even yeah. even just like oh, I want to learn how to use DaVinci uh, DaVinci Resolve, mm-hmm. and it's like I don't really want to because I'm already I'm already so far on Premiere. Even though Premiere is mostly worse, I feel uh, just the. I think uh, it's a toss-up, man. Tough. Yeah. I this is really getting into the weeds of behind-the-scenes stuff, but like. <laughs> Uh, my editor uses DaVinci. I use Premiere. I watched a whole bunch of videos comparing the two, and like. I don't know, man. It's kind of, it seems like a toss up. A lot of people that know both still use Premiere. Um, mm. And it sucks because DaVinci works with like AV1 yeah. codec, you know, and Premiere doesn't. Premier, and you're dude. just like, why, Premiere? Why do you make this so hard on us? Gigabytes of H.264 footage over months of recording. I'm like, uh, if I just could use AV1, this could be half the size. Uh, just a codec difference could literally mean Adobe. Half as much Adobe data. is really slow to like adopt new formats, and it's always bugged me because when YouTube was coming up as like a thing, and all the game capture software was recording in variable frame rate formats because mm-hmm. they suck, you know, and just that that's what they do. Uh, 
you couldn't edit in Premiere because it would desync everything and it wouldn't support yep. it. And then Sony Vegas supported variable frame rate f- format stuff. I'm like, this is a smaller product from a smaller mm. company and they're doing all the stuff that you guys can't do. And the official response from Adobe at the time was like, we're a movie editing software. We don't need variable frame rate format. We don't use fraps. Yeah. What is well, that? Fraps. Yeah. Oh my God. That brings me back. <laughs> oh my God. Just a very like sticking their nose up at like 99% of what people are using the software for. You're like, yeah, yep. that's great that they used, they made Avatar on Adobe Premiere. It's Fantastic. Like most people are going to be using that. Like, yeah. Yeah. Shut yeah. Up. Yeah, great. You had a small team. And what about the rest of the world that's not making Avatar, dude? Like, come yeah. on. <laughs> Literally your audience. Ah, man, this is some entertaining podcast for people who <laughs> don't edit video. They're like, the funny thing is, I never used debates. to edit videos. I didn't even know what, what was it? Did, uh, Deja Vu, what did you say? Da, uh, DaVinci Resolve. Resolve. Da Vinci, I've never even heard of yeah, that. Yeah, that's the new one. That's the oh, that's the new okay. one that's fancy and it has a lot of... Uh, it's been around editing, for quite a while, but... Gotcha. Yeah, they're it's, editing our stalker fan film on that right now for like a nice. year now, so that'll, nice. be, that'll be a good one. But, uh, so so Matt, what have you been playing? What What's your main genre of games other than Starfield? Other than Starfield, other than what Starfield, have you been playing? Uh, Armored Core 6 was a big okay. one. Okay. Okay. Incredible. Respect. They actually just yeah. got a new patch too that buffed a bunch of the underwhelming weapons, which was what critique I had with the game. Mm. There's a lot of underwhelming uh, loadouts, but dude, it I, the first day I actually didn't like it, which was a huge disappointment really? for me. Yeah, hmm. I did huh. not like it because I I'm a person who if I go against a boss like in Dark Souls, right? Let's just mm. easy comparison. I can see what I'm doing wrong, and I can feel like I'm getting better. I can see the light at the end of the tunnel. But there were bosses, the sea, uh, sea spider and uh, rocket man. Um, <laughs> I could not. I couldn't see the end, the light at the end of the tunnel. And it was just I just felt like I wasn't learning the game. Mm. But then I tried out some other loadouts and it was a night and day difference. I loved it. It's probably my oh, favorite, one of my favorite games of this year. Yeah, cool. So there, I had to, I had to dare I say get good. But once I did. Yeah, from really soft does not mess around, man. They're like either you can beat this game or you can't. We don't care. Yeah, you're just or like, you're just bad. You're yeah. just bad. The game. Get just good, bad gamer noob. Yeah. Well, the funny <laughs> thing is, is that they actually just nerfed a bunch of the bosses that I just complained about. So oh, yeah. They also, I think, recognized that it may have been a little bit too hard. Yeah. You're doing it wrong, Matt. You need to now complain about how easy it oh. is for everybody else because you oh, beat right. it the yeah, hard way. Because yeah. I'm the elite, the few, yeah. the proud. Yeah. You're like, <laughs> there was oh, one boss. Back in my day, this boss hit for twice as much damage. You kids don't know what you're playing these days. There's one boss that people are stuck on. I don't remember their name because that gets into spoiler. Actually, I do know their name. I'm not going to say it because it's a big spoiler. Um, Robo, robo man I, how is it a spoiler in, I, yeah yeah it's just a giant robot right it's a spoiler okay trust me there's trust lore there's lore yeah oh, okay. it's, it's a big okay. it's a big spoiler okay it's a huge spoiler um but went in and first try all my all my chat was like good luck man like you're gonna be here for mm. a while went in just did it first try Whoa. I was so proud of myself. Nice. And I think it goes to the whole loadout system is that it really matters what loadout you have. And if you have the right weapons and, and you understand how to play with that style, the game becomes significant. I would say it's mm-hmm. actually way easier than the Souls franchise, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Huh. Okay. It's still tough, but 
Like once you know how to play and you're using the right loadout, it becomes a breeze. Does it get easier? So it gets easier as you go. I think a lot of those games tend yeah. to be like that where super hard in the start and you're just like everything's killing me and i don't understand and then a combination of either skill like your skill gets better or you just get better gear and better loadouts and you start to understand And it was a combination for me it was loadout and then i just understood because there's no iframes in Mm -hmm. souls you're always rolling and at the right second you're timing it and then you don't take any damage which is just the franchise that's like literally bread and butter dark souls yeah in this there's none of that so you have to always keep your distance and make sure that you're at the right um when you say iframe so is that like the warning thing that it gives you or what no, iframes are yeah. invincibility frames so oh, when you, okay, okay when you roll sorry i tr- yeah uh when you roll you become literally immune to damage within a oh. brief window hmm. uh, you guys ever play souls no no, no. i actually no, not even elden ring no <laughs> I dude, the only reason I haven't played it is because I and this is the same reason I haven't played Star Citizen. And I told mm-hmm. this to level is that I knew it would take too many hours away from just <laughs> normal me, like my work. So That's I, fair. No, it's so I, I, I didn't play it because I knew I know that they're good games and I know that I would get obsessed with them. So, I yeah, I have, I I have 200 hours in Elden Ring. So you're, yep. you're not wrong. Like the game is phenomenal, but it's long. Mm hmm. Um, but yeah, so the the literally the way it works, you can use shields to block, but once you start to get more comfortable with the mechanics, it's all about rolling at the right time. So you take no damage. So like a hmm. huge, a huge ax will like come down and yeah. you're basically getting hit. Cause if you didn't, um, you would take damage, but that iframe comes in and you're, you're good to go. That's literally hmm. the whole thing, but that's not the case in armored core. Armored so core. you have to keep your distance. Gotcha. Yeah. I think I prefer that to be honest. I let, I don't play Elden Ring games or like Dark Souls because I know I'm going to punch my monitor off the desk. Like uh-huh. I just games where you have to memorize the attack pattern and all that stuff are just like drive me mental because I want to win the first time and I want to employ yeah, my not- knowledge skip. I want to employ apply my knowledge of like controlling a firefight to win the firefight and if i lose it's because they outsmarted me with like some cool flank and then this is like no like you just have no idea what 50 attacks this dude's gonna hit you with and yeah and then, and then they'll have attacks where they're like they go like this yeah they'll go oh Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous like please just attack the entire time you're just rolling looking like an idiot the first time and even after the 50th time you're still rolling because it's still getting you yeah. i love i love i love souls it's my I played, favorite i franchise. played the jedi the jedi survivor what was the first one jedi dark something uh, i forget dark yeah, order yeah i don't know Jedi Fallen Order. Fallen, Fallen Order. Order. Yeah. There's too many Star Wars games, man. Yeah. Uh, and that one, my my stream chat was making fun of me for like losing on bosses over and over again. I'm like, I'm done. I'm done with this crap. Like if, and that's like Dark Souls light from what I hear is like, yeah, it's like I, the easy I enjoyed version. them. Yeah. But I felt like they didn't have my biggest complaint, especially with the new one is they didn't really have a, fl- it didn't have a flow to it. So like you're getting blasted by, you know, blasters. Uh-huh. But and you're a Jedi, so you should be able to block it all, right? And you do, but once you it reduces your stamina, and then once you're out of stamina, you just get hit. And so at harder difficulties, you like you're you just 
it never felt like you were getting into a flow. Hmm. I see what you're saying. Being a Jedi, right? Because yeah. you would yeah. like hit with them once and you'd run away because you had to, because then like 20,000 blasters are going to hit you. Yeah. So it was very, it was a very strange balance. Yeah. Was, you don't want to run away like, as a Jedi. You want to yeah. run into the yeah. room. You want to be slicing doing a dice. dance between people. And right. Yeah. It didn't feel like that. And hmm. it didn't help that a lot of the weapons in that game, because they give you a lot of weapons in it, which is cool, are different ways of using a lightsaber. Uh, you couldn't block art. There was only one style that allowed you to parry uh, mid animation. So everything was very, you really mm. had to think about when you were going to an attack, because if you were stuck in animation and there's 20 dudes all trying to hit you, uh, one of them will probably hit and then, and then stun you. So it was a weird, it was a different, it was, it was a good game, but it was a complaint that I had. I actually didn't finish the second one. I just got bored with the story. I, I, at just some point and i was like yeah whatever like that's fair i like cal in his story but that's fair I, I like cal but the second one was just going way off the beaten path and i was like i don't care that's fair <laughs> i know the second yeah. one did not receive the same reviews that the first one got right like it was it was for a lot of performance issues the I performance think. problems were a big issue yeah mm. in the open areas yeah because it, it opens yeah. up gotcha yeah it's so, a good game i want to clarify it is yeah. a good game hmm. but it's actually a game I recommend playing on a lo uh, lower difficulty because then it makes you feel like more of a Jedi. Mm -hmm. makes, makes you feel like Batman. Makes you feel like Batman. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you remember that E3 conference. I do. I do. Okay, good, yeah. good. <laughs> makes you really feel like Batman. Yeah. Makes you feel like Spider-Man. <laughs> it's the thing they always describe these games now. That immersion. Yeah. Well, yeah. There's that, there was that trailer for that like new anime game that looks just like Spider-Man. Did you see that one? Mm. no where they're like it, the person's just like pulling themselves through a new york style city but not with web with something else and people are like so this it's is not attack on titan either <laughs> no that, that, would, was my, that would be that was cool my, yeah. i would play that yeah no there it's is like attack on day. titan games i don't know if they're any good but there are speaking of good anime games matt did you finally get uh goddess of victory nike or is that not on your radar uh, no, I did download it and I'm now level. I, knew uh, it. I, heard, I heard you were a big fan. Yeah. 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 <laughs> You've maxed out all the characters. All of them are maxed out with my wallet. <laughs> yeah. With your wallet. You've gotten the, uh, the highest level gear, which also is the least amount of clothing. Apparently. Yeah. I mean, that's as, how it works. As yeah. you rank up the, the armor gets smaller and smaller. Smaller and smaller. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. No, I have not downloaded that. For legal reasons, that's a joke. <laughs> yeah, for for the legality of it. Yes. For moral reasons, yeah. I, I cannot that, disclose any more. I want that game to be really like. I want it to be like a Dark Souls game that's like amazingly good. It's at actually its core. really good. And then people have <laughs> to recommend it game. to you. Like, true. I'm telling you, dude. Like, I know it looks like some sort of anime booby shooter, but like. <laughs> And it is, but it's really good. And it thing, is. Yeah, it's some of the best gameplay the I've ever played. <laughs> that would be the best joke ever is if they're like we're gonna the do gameplay yeah. actually is really solid <laughs> just, just amazing some of them i hear are actually decent like which ones but i oh I no name them come on I matt i can't name, name them, them I just, so i can I just know there are some gotcha games that are are pretty good just name them so i can like blacklist them to make sure like i just i i don't see them on the steam store you know okay <laughs> yeah yeah of course well it will be off the top of my head i have no I, I literally have no idea so drew do you have any um night vision goggles are your night vision goggles within arm's reach 
Premier um, right I now. have a PVS seven within arm's reach. My super ex- my super expensive setup is not. But <laughs> got, a, got a little. I've got this setup, which is my first setup ever. But yeah, it's an old PVS seven cool. Cyclops with a Mitch two thousand helmet. It's pretty Actually, cool. No, this is a Paz to helmet. But yeah, nods are fun. Get to see things in the dark. It's kind of a life hack. So are you like full on prepper or are you just like gear? life hack? You know, just buy a night vision goggle. Yeah, it's a life hack. A life hack. No, you I'm can not. get you can get milk at night without turning on the lights, you know. Like what are you talking about, life hack? That's, uh, <laughs> I uh I loaned my one of my night vision goggles to a buddy just because he wanted to try it out and he wanted to see if he liked this certain model or not. And I, so I gave it to him for like a month or two. And um after like the first day that he had it, I said, so, so, uh, you enjoyed it? He said, yeah, it's like super cool. I was like, did you, um, walk around your house, uh, wearing boxers with the nods yet? <laughs> I was like, did you, did you go make cereal in nods or did you go to the bathroom? He's like, yes, yes, I did. I made cereal with just night vision goggles on. <laughs> I was like, I knew it. I knew it. Cool. But yeah, I'm not, no, I'm not a, to answer your question, not a super prepper person. I just like like some some prepper technology i guess but Wait, for other reasons is prepper uh, yes okay yeah i mean, Matt, I mean at the end of the world like i mean you need your superpower right you exactly. need to be able to see it. at the end of the day it gets show, dark if zombies outside. are gonna show up i'm not are you kidding i'm the first one getting bit yeah it's not zombies matt it's the other people have you not watched any zombie <laughs> show or read a zombie book or played a zombie game Play Day Z, well, zombies you know? happen first and i'm gonna be one of the first let's be <laughs> honest like, I'm not getting to that next stage of, you know, <laughs> Matt, let's be I honest, want... none of us are. <laughs> I don't know. Drew thinks he is for sure. Uh, he's building a compound in a ranch and oh. he's, he's got night vision goggles. <laughs> no, I'm not building a compound. <laughs> His brother's got enough weapons to like arm a militia, you know, like. Have you seen that YouTuber who's building a bunker underneath his house? No. He's building, no. he's literally building a trench system underneath his house. And he's not like he didn't, he has the house hmm. huh. and he's just digging underneath and he's built like hallways and he has like a little room. Did he get the zoning? Like the, cause I mean, I feel he like there's a lot. He did it stuff. after the fact. Oh my He's God. like, I'm just going to do it and then come in later and be like, so That's I want to so let you know. insane to do that. <laughs> like, I, I mean, the I amount know. of like gas pipes or whatever you could hit, like, oh my yeah. God. Yeah, I, I assume he's out on a ranch or down. somewhere. He's not like nope. in a city. Where is he? He's in like a suburb. In, oh my he's god! In, he's in Europe somewhere. I'm not sure. Yeah, the Europeans wow. get a bit nutty with their prepper stuff. I've seen some European prepping videos where like some dude dug out his whole backyard, and it looks like just your standard cookie cutter house on like a suburb block. But his backyard, he dug down like. 20 or 30 feet and then he buried school buses in there that are all like welded together and it's like a school bus bunker inside and i'm just like and then he covered it with dirt and it's like a play structure on top i'm like you're crazy you're absolutely crazy dude this is probably like hundreds of thousands in like oh construction so much money yeah these are just people that never found minecraft really (laughs) that's what it is they just never found minecraft so they just think that if they want to build something it has to be in real life and not just in minecraft is there a prepper sim out there there's got to be a prepper sim yeah it's called seven days to die yeah closest to seven days or daisy very simulator yeah games yeah do they make one where you like prep like before the apocalypse and then then you like at the grocery store and you're like hey sharon she's like why are you buying all that rice you know or something like that and you're like no reason (laughs) project zomboid is 
actually really that's really good, good. Yeah, and that good. is like that is prepper simulator 100 percent. that is uh because you start at like a certain day after the zombie apocalypse so you can start pretty early or you can start weeks after a you don't, supposed you don't, apocalypse. You're not like preparing for it though. Yeah, like the zombie apocalypse pre- is happening. Yeah, that's and you're true. trying to survive. That's but I, true. it's it is a it is a good game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But that would probably it's be the closest. I do, probably I do closest. like the idea of a prepper game that never has the apocalypse. So yeah. you're just like <laughs> you're just building a house basically or which a is bunker. basically the real life prepper game also. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you just spend like I hope so. stupid amounts of yeah. Well, I mean it is until it isn't, right? That's the whole thing. Mm. Right. You're like I better so. to be safe than sorry. You're like, yeah, but at what cost? Like half your life and like a money. million dollars? Like, no. Not at that cost. Yeah. I'll just I'll lot. just die in the apocalypse. All right. Like, <laughs> come on. Exactly. I have some water bottles in the pantry. I'll be fine. You're set. Yeah. Speaking speaking of dystopian futures, have you guys seen that giant wall city that they're trying to make in Saudi Arabia? Yeah. Oh my Mm-mm. God. You haven't seen that, Drew? Oh no. my god. Like, it's, it's the thing it's going to be like a hundred is it like a hundred miles long or something like that it's going to be insane it would the, be kilometers because the the, they don't do miles over there but yeah right well i'm just you know okay yeah. well and then it's going to be like this the height of the empire state building and it's Whoa. decently wide it's literally just a wall yeah you check it out too i think oh it's on a wall it's it's a it city is a wall. on a it wall. Is a wall it is a wall it's like a skyscraper like imagine if you made the Empire State Building, and then just kept extending it sideways. Dude. Yeah. Only when way the, bigger in every way. <laughs> when yeah. our inevitable apocalypse, whatever it may be, comes and hits the, the you next... You do not want to be in that place. The next group of people are going to go and discover that and just wonder, what ancient technology <laughs> does this place hold? Why did they build this? It's going to be like discovering a halo ring in Halo. Yeah. Dude, yeah. that is... It's in the middle of a wow. desert, too. You know what that place would turn into? It would be like that building in Judge Dredd, you know, the like yes. the super that was, complexes. That was my thought, yeah. Where they have like gangs and the crime is horrible and like they just have like these intense cops that come through and just murder anyone who's like wow. breaking the law and you're like, all right. The idea of it's cool. The idea of having living quarters next to businesses and, and then parks and, on the top or something. Yeah, like having everything self-contained, so you're mm. not you're not wasting resources and not having to travel and like it sounds cool in theory, but yeah, mm-hmm. good luck. I can only imagine the the prices of just yeah. living there. The problem is, is like the Saudis and a lot of those countries market a lot of their new construction as green architecture. But it's not really because they're building this giant thing in the middle of the desert. And also they had to, they moved like a tribe of people or something like that. And the people that were protesting it, I think they killed some of the people trying to like get publicity out. So like, it's Hmm. not like a good situation. Like that's what I read on it anyway. There was like, they were silencing the people that were pointing out the like ecological and like immoral aspects Dang. of it who live there so you're just like oh, okay like they just want to build this thing like they they've they've been clearing there so as as per this youtube video from let me see oh 10 months ago they've already like cleared what looks like at least 50 miles of straight line like yep. maybe 100 yards wide maybe or like maybe 300 yards wide of like it looks like 10 miles of distance that they've cleared perfectly straight for this project that yeah. by itself is a lot of money moving that much dirt to the yeah. side by itself is also they're not close Ooh. to anything i think they probably have to build a rail system to like get all the stuff out there because it's so how, how else do you get it yeah they could 
it sounds like a bioware game right bioshock game where you're just it like does. in this like crazy city that's like you might as well be on a different planet at that point yeah yeah i don't want to live there man but no. i thought it was cool but also like it is it is very crazy. cool from an architectural like engineering yeah. standpoint yeah. you're just like that's insane like i can't yeah. believe they're able to make if they that. can pull it off that's that's incredible but i thought it was worth mentioning because it does remind me of a dystopian society where you live in the wall yeah all i know, yeah. All like I know is runner. the wall yeah yeah exactly <laughs> i was liking maze runner still? at first and then it got maze runner yeah. the, the the books or the movies I I didn't read the Rogue books. I started read. watching the no, first. I was, just, I was curious. Oh, How dare read. you, Matt? I he's read. A, he's, a, he's a gamer nerd. Sometimes they like read three words books from time a year. Time. Okay, <laughs> that's pretty good for. Uh, that's a not gamer. bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's not bad. No, yeah. First Maze Runner movie was good because it like it was it, it was pretty close to the book, and then the books kind of got a little bit crazier, and the movies just went like Fallout New Vegas feeling. It yeah, was weird. I just didn't. I was like, I liked the initial premise. I was like, okay, this is fun. Mm -hmm. Where's it going? And then all of a sudden, you're like a standard zombie apocalypse film. Yeah. I was like, what? It just went like mm -hmm. Resident Evil. Like, what just happened? I'm so confused. Yeah, that was but a whole. That's what you get for like a teen like sci-fi yeah. romance Silo? thing. I have not. Not yet. Silo is. Fantastic. Is that Apple TV? That's Apple TV. Yeah. Okay, I'll check it out Big after recommend. after Ted Lasso. Getting through that one. Yeah. Basically, people are inside of a giant like silo. Silo. They all live. In, they all live in there, and you don't know why. Hmm. Yeah. Very good. I like Highly that. recommend. Yeah. It sounds like Snowpiercer sort of. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, love, I love where the world is the mystery. I love world building, and I love <laughs> like wondering like why are they here? Why is society like this? And the restrictions that they put on the people, and and how it all like the how how society grows mm -hmm. and changes. I love that. Yeah. Drew, you watching any uh, good movies, shows, reading any books? Um, not reading any books right now. Shows wise, um, we've been watching Barry on HBO. Um, which oh, I gotta watch the final season. Yeah, Barry is a is a pretty good show. Uh, has Bill Hader as I the, think I watched the, the first season. Actor. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then we've also been watching. And Ahsoka. he's a hitman, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Barry's a hitman. We've been watching Ahsoka as well, and uh, yeah, it's uh, it, that's about it. We we just got a Switch as well, so we've been playing Zelda. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I didn't buy the latest Zelda game because I just knew I didn't have time for it. But yeah, see, I made that mistake, and now I'm, it's deep. Now I'm stuck on it. Mm -hmm. You can't stop. It's like one of those games where you're like, oh, this is so good, I can't stop playing now that I've started. Yep. I still and don't know how they programmed that game. It's incredible. Oh, like all the, the connecty stuff. Yeah. 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 I like how it's people wild. are just like, we broke all the like fundamentals of like how you're supposed to play the game because we made a machine that like solves all these problems. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, we just cheesed the whole maze thing that you guys built or the whole labyrinth because I made a thing that flies over it and mm -hmm. kills all the stuff. And you're like, okay, cool. Yeah. The, it is, it is insane how big that game is and coming from like the realistic shooter genre going and playing a game that is as clean as that and not having any bugs for like jank. 50 hours yeah. now there is the jank is ex to an, like a 
obscenely small minimum right now mm -hmm. <laughs> in that game compared to playing a day of arma 3 again after 10 years of playing and suffering but you uh, gotta give nintendo some credit for like mm -hmm. sticking to the old school roots of like hey let's just yep. ship a game that's like more Actually or less done. bug free because it like bethesda like the joke of starfield is it's bethesda's least buggy game and it probably is that's but so i've still run true. into like yeah. three like full stop <laughs> can't progress level bugs really oh really at I least haven't had any, I, I haven't had anything big like that thankfully i had one the other night where i was for the sake i built a spaceship that could just like blow anything up and i was like i'm gonna attack new atlantis like you can start shooting the ships outside of the planet mm. and yeah. then they'll just send everything at you and then the game bugged out and it wouldn't let me warp or land anywhere because it said I was in combat, but I'm like, I killed oh, everything. Yeah. I've uh -huh. been so, in that situation too. Yeah, I've been you in, have to, in like, combat. You, with can't, the game. You, you fly for miles on end and you're still in combat. And just, ah, it's, yeah. Uh, yeah. I had uh, also in the very last narrative mission of the game, it bugged out on me where like one of the guys I'm supposed to kill like just teleports inside of a brick or something. Like I couldn't... <laughs> I get, and I and he was just stuck in there, so I was just like, it was like playing all this epic music, and I'm like, it's the end of the game, and then it's just like he's stuck in there, like okay, I had like three or four of those during the like actual game. Bro, click uh, tilde, and then it's TCL to no clip in the game. I'm pretty if it's from Fallout. Oh, if is it's it? Yeah, just Fallout. It'll be TCL to no clip. Okay, gotcha. TGM is God mode. <laughs> I was asking. Add item. <laughs> you just gotta be worried if you want your achievements. I think you. Oh yeah, that's maybe. true. Yeah, I was asking Morphologist how he got his really nice cinematic shots for Starfield because mm -hmm. I was like, I know about photo mode, but it's all paused. Like he got all this beautiful stuff while it's like mm -hmm. actually in action, and he's like told told me the console command for it, and he's like, but don't like save before you do it because it breaks your game forever. I was like, okay, oh, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's like okay, that's cool. I'll try that out when I'm ready to like Break restart fifty forever. times. Yeah. It, basically of, your camera gets stuck in cinematic mode forever mm -hmm. and then you're just like i guess i live like this now speaking of the final boss no spoilers i talked my way out of it by just persuading them to not kill me nice nice i went with the hardest the hardest was like we don't have to kill each other and they're like you're right and then they left <laughs> <laughs> bro can we like no spoiler can i rant on the main quest line for that game for a second the like sure. There's there's supposed to be these beings and and narratives of incredible depth and knowledge in the universe, but their dialogue and the way they talk about stuff is so stupid and so shallow. You're like, how are you this crazy intelligent person or being who's like experienced everything you say you've experienced for like however long a period of time? You think you'd be smarter than being mm -hmm. like be like just they're, they're I'm evil. yeah either i'm evil or like you should treat others the way you want to be treated you're like that's your message from like <laughs> thousands of years of like intellect and like absorbing the information like i don't know it's just really the main story writing. was a little bit of a letdown the, <laughs> yeah. i do think there was good writing in the game and that yeah. was in the side yeah uh, the big side faction missions i was reading a tweet online that somebody was like just ranting on the like the main writer of the game they're like if you guys if this guy is always in charge of the main writing for this game for bethesda games they're all gonna suck hmm. and i wonder if the side question missions were like mostly written by other writers or something 
Because I, I, I enjoyed the heck out of the site. Some of them are like so good that I'm just like telling people about them. I'm like, and then this thing happened, and then that, and like. I don't play video been, games anymore where I'm telling people about a mission because it was so good. Like, they had great writing in it. And then the main it, mission is like, do the same task 50 times and then we'll give you a really dumb, like... What, you didn't like, you didn't like floating through orbs of light? <sighs> How many over times over do you do a it, lot. man? Yeah. A lot. <laughs> I think someone said if you wanted to max out all of the space powers, you had to do it 240 times. Ugh. Yeah, and you're like, is this Same. fun? Is it like a good challenge? Like, is it interesting? No. And then no. also the whole mission, like, the missions where you have to collect the artifacts are usually more interesting because you're at least like going down into some base and there's some side story to it or something. But then the ones where you have to get the power are like, just go to that and then walk into the thing and then fight the guy afterward. And you're like, what? How yeah. many times? Just keep doing it. Just keep doing it over Just and over. It. But it's going <laughs> to yeah. be different in some way, right? Nope. Nope. <laughs> I thought it was going to be like a, a puzzle each time. It's not. It's yeah. literally just the same thing. I know. You play. And then you play Zelda. And you're like, every temple and oh dungeon gosh. is like a unique Zelda's puzzle. So and you're good. like, Zelda's so good. I have to like <laughs> use my brain in a new way. And I'm learning a new technique each and time. And it makes you feel smart when you figure it out. Yeah. And you're like, oh, mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Good game design. I forgot about that. Mm -hmm. Good game design. Yeah yeah uh, yeah it's um i really liked one of the faction quests that i was on also a, a comment i wanted to make uh, from like a few minutes ago was that i feel i think the the side quests the smaller quests are written by one person a piece and uh, that's what i feel like good, they are. it's a good guess it's so accumulated. so they Someone have less architected they have less hands that are like in or like less required structural mission or game design features like the main quest is like, let's go do this sort of activity and then this sort of activity. And they want to be dynamic throughout the entire main quest while a writer's a writer on like a smaller scale mission, I feel like has a bit more freedom and focus. And so yeah. I feel like the smaller missions are a lot more focused while the bigger missions are like, we're going to just try to force you to go and kill these people for no reason. Or like, we're going to force you to approach this guy, even though. Yeah, you might not even want to do it that way because we want you to go through this level that we've built or something. So like, yeah, they give you the two choices, end. and you're like, mm -hmm. I don't like either choice. Or like, these both seem dumb. Like the the yeah. good the good text line is stupid, and you're like, well, I don't like that. And then the bad one is stupid also, and you're like, I don't like any of these options. Or Come or in. it's yeah. all the same outcome. My favorite is they give you yeah. like four different options, but they're all the same. Like if you really yeah. get down to it, it just leads to the same place. I'm like, what? Dude, yeah, I, I persuaded <laughs> a guy to not fight me. And uh -huh. it was like a bad guy is a big, big bad guy. I was like, I don't want to fight you. I don't want to kill you. Let's let's do this the the law and order way, you know? And then he's like, OK, you know what? I get what you mean. But I'm going to go out like a soldier. And then he just fights me anyways. And I'm like, why did I even persuade you in the first place? <laughs> did like, it give he, you the persuasion bonus? Yeah, it, it, I unlocked a persuasion bonus. <laughs> and then I persuaded him to not fight me. But then he's like, I want to go out in a warrior's death. And it's like, you don't have to die right now. I just, I just persuaded you with the option to not die. Uh, <laughs> Matt persuaded the mate, the last bad guy, not to fight. <laughs> and this one dude it is worked. like, yeah. Oh my god. Our you know field. what I, you know what I think they were trying to do with this game, and you can kind of see it because the work behind it must have been astronomical. 
is they're trying to get all the characters that are part of your like your little ensemble of galaxy quester people to like galaxy quest have different reactions and evolve in different ways depending on the outcome of each mission and you're like that mm. gets so complicated That'd so be really quickly. hard yeah and i think they thought that like okay the replayability of the game was you're going to be able to do it again but this time the characters are going to do different things and like that probably just got way too complicated way too quickly and then they just had to really dumb down a lot of the like stuff because they're like well every time we have a mission with like four different outcomes that changes the mm -hmm. interaction of like 10 different characters now we're getting into exponential levels of like crap that we have to do just to create all this variability in the game and i think they might have had to like just backtrack on that and give us a like really mundane main quest which is why baldur's gate blew me away yeah because all the characters in that are constantly adapting to what happens and not like entirely but yeah. like there's some major things that will happen and it's it's incredible did you guys keep a companion with you as you traveled out yes. yeah did you switch them on the regular or did you just stick with one the entire time switched every okay now i stuck with one because i couldn't be bothered i was like i'm mm, just gonna stick yeah. with you we're gonna get married and i we kept got married. i oh, mm. oh you got married in the game I did get married, yeah. You married uh, Ko? Is that his name? No. Oh, okay. I, I went with Andresia. <laughs> oh. Andresia. Oh, the hot, like, angsty chick? Yeah. The dead-eyed ain't They're not hot, because they just look at you, and you're just like, you're dead inside. They're like, scary eyes. Yeah. Like, I just feel like they all have scary eyes. I'm like, why are, why are you looking at me, and your pupils are tiny and then your eyes are glowing like anakin from revenge of the sith <laughs> well she's from a, a a death cult which is all about violence mm. so you know she's seen things yeah yeah she's into <laughs> she does some kinky stuff we'll just put it that way it's not gonna be the funny thing it's is, not gonna be vanilla the, in the no, bedroom there's no there's no like sex or kissing in the game that i could find uh not that i was like seeking it out but i assumed there was going to be like something when you get married um mm. but if you do become in a relationship with them and you sleep, they'll wake up next to you and be like, wow, last night I learned so many new things about myself. And I'm uh, like, <laughs> That hurts me so much thinking about that because I know how those lines are delivered because all the lines yeah. are delivered horribly in this game. Oh, uh, it was good. Yeah. Glad we've been exercising Oof. lately because last night, oh boy, it's like, oh, okay. All and it right. caught me by surprise because I wasn't expecting it at all. I just woke yeah, up that's from the most awkward way to like bring in anything sexual into the game yeah like I, let's talk about it <laughs> yeah that was great do any games do the love scenes like justice or are they all pretty cringe mm, i mean it's usually all, most of them are cringe because the animations are hard to yeah. make it yeah not look jank i personally i i'm, I, I'm a fanboy for baldur's gate uh, Baldur's Gate was nice. I like the way I romanced uh, Shadowheart, and it's each character um, has different preferences for their relationship. Like some will like you'll bang hmm. immediately, and then others will take a while. So you might start with a kiss, and then you it progresses and progresses until they get more trust, and then others are yeah, it's very dynamic. So hmm. um, I thought Baldur's Gate did a good job, but it's always awkward to some extent because sure, it is this video game character video game yeah doing this you know <laughs> so you're like oh your polys are so high poly right now yeah yeah mm -hmm. did you guys ever play that um terminator single player game from like mm -mm. five six years ago maybe where is this going well it has some of the best love scenes 
out of any game ever. <laughs> what? And what by best, mean? I mean the mean? worst. It's awful. Okay, okay, okay. okay. It's like the game concept is really cool where it's like, you remember Terminator 1, Terminator 2, where they have the like flashback scenes to the like, the war with the machines and it, it's mm -hmm. like okay. purple plasma rifles and like chromed out machines that are like hunter killer tanks, like blowing everybody up. They're like, that looks cool. And they're like, yeah, we'll just make a game about that era. And like the actual timeline narrative stuff was really cool and tied into like the original movies in like a really clever way. And I'm like, oh, these people like... Are big hmm. fans of the original franchise but then they like have you bed like three different characters throughout the narrative i'm just like this guy's getting Horse. busy and it's it's <laughs> one it's in the apocalypse right so like this apocalypse is like everything's dead and like you're being hunted by like terminators except for your hmm. libido yeah and then like you know when it's a character that you're gonna bang because everybody in the world is like covered in ash and like looks like they're oh, on their and then last they're, like perfect yeah and then you see a chick and she's got like all this makeup on and she's like super perky and wearing like tight clothes and i'm just like what in the oh we're definitely gonna bang the devs were i mean bored. that's what i would wear in the apocalypse and then they play do you know the like terminator 2 like song where it's like do 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 during there's it? no way they play they do, no. they do an acoustic guitar version of that song <laughs> during the lovemaking scenes and the graphics are not good uh, and then there's eye contact with the character for like two minutes and then you switch positions and then it's more <laughs> eye contact wait are you like controlling it's first it first person like matt it's first person <laughs> i'm so I made a YouTube video right on now. it. You can find it. It's worth <laughs> watching just to see that somebody actually thought that was like a good idea or oh, something. It's supposed to just amazing. pan the camera away. Just pan the camera away. But no, yeah, they're yeah. like, no, we're going to give you like two minutes of like staring into like an unreal character's eyes as they like bounce up and down. As they jostle. Yeah, yeah. as they jostle. You're just like, oh, with the Terminator 2 acoustic. <laughs> that's hot. No, that's 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 what I'm into. Yeah, that's, I'm buying the game right now. That's yeah. what I put on, you know, when I'm trying to Oh, it's on sale mood. too. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, it should be free, to be honest. Uh, they should pay you to play it. Oh, man. Well, uh, any any last subjects you want to address here, Matt? We went on through all the ones I had. Uh, yeah. For, yeah. Basically. Video, we, so. we checked out video game sex. We checked. Yeah. You had that all on there. <laughs> that wasn't my. What? What? <laughs> I see your list, I see, Matt. I see it written down. Yeah. It, yeah. Says, it says dash Matt at the end. It's so weird how each. Yeah. How <laughs> each subject is. Yeah. I've yeah. always got yeah. a sign. Yeah. Signature. The subjects. Yeah. I'm very proud of these topics. Yeah. Has your handwritten. You faxed a signature into this yeah. document. Matt. I mean, I'm I old school. It. I'm 34 now. Yeah. So. <laughs> Drew, do you have any any exciting things going on in your channel that you want to tell people about or any cool upcoming uh, videos? Not super, not anything that's out of the ordinary. I'm just excited for Stalker 2, no matter if it's good or bad. That's my yeah. like big excitement because mm -hmm. I, I played a lot of modded Stalker in the last year. So I'm curious to see uh, kind of how it shapes up compared to the original games. And uh, stalker community hates whenever I mention this, but how it shapes up, how it shapes up to modded stalker games from 2007. Yeah, and obviously, I think that's fair. yeah, uh, the stalker community will every time I mention anything like that, they put me, uh, they they, oh. they put me on top of the fire. But uh, yeah, I'm curious to see if 
the if the franchise will be kind of revived with this game or if it's going to be a letdown i don't know it's a lot of development issues obviously with the russian invasion of ukraine and them having to move entire offices and all of them having to be relocated and even developers going into the war and passing away in the war yeah so it's a it's it's a very struggling uh studio uh, not struggling but it's a it's a environmentally very difficult for them to make this game yeah and, and they've been hacked so, now too by russian yeah, hackers and leaked, stuff leaked it's crazy come out because russians uh don't like them because they changed the name of chernobyl to chornobyl the ukrainian spelling so there's a lot of a lot of political stuff going on behind the game and a lot it of sucks um, because it's just it's gonna be it's like you just want it to be a good game and it's not mm -hmm. really a political game yeah it shouldn't be yeah. it shouldn't be political it's a game about a fictional universe so it's it's a uh, it's odd yeah i want I'm it to i it. want it, it looks, to do really it well great. but it is a tricky mm -hmm. situation because you're like if this game sucks like i don't want to rag on it's like these devs you know you're just yeah. like oh yeah. man but yeah, also people probably just won't play it, you know, and then it won't. I hope it's good. Mm -hmm. I hope it's good. I just, yeah. yeah, I hope it has longer legs than even like, because I, I really liked Metro Exodus, but I feel like it just was super short feeling. Like, it I was. hope that they. It felt I very linear, they, the whole thing. Yeah. yeah. I even hope if that it was more open expansive. world. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they're saying that Stalker 2 is open world and I, it. it uh, from what i've seen so far they do have i think most of the locations in the new game are the same areas from the old zone so i wonder how they're going to because in, in old stalker if you never played them they're like zones that you would play yeah. in, and then there's gates that open up to other areas so it feels like an yeah. open world game but it's not but i wonder how they're going to stitch those areas it's together like now. starfield yeah how they're going it's to got the same technology as starfield <laughs> yeah exactly uh, and and also kind of like fallout new vegas how fallout new vegas had to guide your path in different directions because if you just try to walk straight towards the strip you're going to run into death claws i wonder how they're going to block the player off from going into certain areas or that's just a whole big question yeah, that i'm curious how they're going to do yeah with an open world now because it used to just be like oh this gate's closed because we're guards and you can't go past it's like okay what do i do if there's an open world now how do yeah. i go around them how do i get restricted yeah I yeah. would always, I would love it for somebody to make an open world game where instead of having a physical boundary, they used like really difficult AI to like kill you off at the edge, mm. you know? So like if, but it feels more realistic as opposed to like here, you're going to hit the invisible wall of AI that come and kill you. Like it'll just get progressively harder until you just can't make it any further. You know, like how mm -hmm. cool would that be? It's like it's kind of like sea of thieves if you go towards the edge the water turns to blood and then it starts to dissolve your ship slowly so like we've had pvp fights get to the edge of the map and it's mm. a very uh tense battle as both ships are crumbling and in everybody the just dies yeah. at the end yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man but uh yeah so yeah. stalker 2 is what i'm excited for i agree with you i think that's one of my most anticipated games and of course star citizen uh everybody's favorite game we'll see these are all weird ways to say city skylines too but i'm yeah i'm on board <laughs> yeah that one's gonna be tough on me i know i'm gonna spend a lot of time on that city builders man you're just like oh, i'll play this game you hit start play and then you're like how did 20 hours pass yeah yeah, yeah. you're like but look at my cool city yeah 
Look at the traffic. Yeah. <laughs> Look at the traffic. Your wife has left you at that point. You're just like, what? <laughs> honey, honey, honey. But Where'd look what go? I built. Yeah. Where's the kids? Oh man. All right. I think we got to wrap things up soon because Matt's got to probably eat and prep for his stream because he's a maniac. And uh, Drew, thank you so much for coming by. Obviously, yes, if sir. you don't know who Operator Drewski is, he's um, he's a VTuber. Right mm -hmm. now, he's yeah, a, uh, <laughs> VR chat all the time. VR, VR chat, chat streamer. Yeah, he's a big breasted anime chick. And yeah. no, a furry. Ooh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You can actually yeah, yeah, be yeah. both, you know, which is fun. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. That's my favorite, actually. Uh, <laughs> Where is this going? Check him out. Check him out on YouTube. I'll put a link down below. Uh, of course, we have our Patreon members as well. People who subscribe to the Patreon get to watch us do the podcast live. Mm -hmm. I've made some upgrades, which Drewski troubleshot with us when we were starting the podcast, but now it looks better for live and you can see all of our cool effects and stuff. And yeah. And with the funding, I'll buy a green screen. Thanks, guys. Patreon.com. Yeah. Drew slash. can finally buy his green screen. <laughs> Level up. And uh, oh, you can put a green screen in your new house, Drew, your new compound, your prepper compound. Mm. Yeah. The whole wall yeah, is green. Yeah. All the walls in my house are green, lime green. <laughs> there are people that do that and I don't know how they live. Mm. That feels very unpleasant. Yeah. I would. Can you imagine how uncomfortable you'd feel walking into that house? You'd be like, "Am I going to die? Are you going to kill me?" Well, not What's the happening? entire house, but like the, the just the the room that they're streaming in. The yeah. entire everything is green. It's yeah. too much. Yeah. It's too much. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Matt, any uh, any closing words? Uh, well, I do have a list. No, I don't have any closing words. Thanks for watching. It's always fun. I always like this stuff. So yeah, thanks for being here. All right, guys. Thank you so much for watching. See you later.